Hi, welcome to our podcast, Like Jasper. My name is Sarah Calvin, and I'm your host, along with my fabulous cousin, Brittany Gonzalez. Our podcast comes from a scripture found in Revelations 4.3, where in John's vision, he attempts to describe the indescribable image of Christ and says he is like Jasper. Our hope is to be more like him daily and come alongside of you to encourage and build you up in your faith. Join us on today's episode of Like Jasper. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, or good evening if you're listening to this in the evening, or good afternoon <laughs> if it's in the afternoon when you're listening to it. Um, it's morning for us, but that's okay. So, we're going to dive into something that nobody checked on the poll of what do you want to hear us talk about, <laughs> which is forgiveness. Forgiveness. Um, it's a big thing, and it is not... Um, I don't think in our uh, American culture, we, we as just families, not Christians, but as families, I think we've done ourselves a disservice to what forgiveness actually is. And we're going to, we're going to dive into that. Don't you, you know, I know, you know what I'm talking about, so I won't, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I won't go. Yeah. So, um, do you want to start us off? <laughs> Or do you sure, want me to I start, start us off? Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. I feel like we both have a lot, a lot on this one that the Lord has really spoken to us. And I don't know what Brittany has written down that the Lord has revealed to her. And she doesn't know likewise what the Lord has spoken to me about this. So it's always really fun for us to see like how things like mesh together and how God works. It's really just really fun. Um, yeah. But but one of the, I guess I'll kind of start with, because you said this is one thing that, you know, we we often like show to the side and yet it's so important. And one of the biggest reasons it's so important is the freedom and the blessings that come through that forgiveness. Yes. We, when we, when we are walking in unforgiveness, we're actually slaves to that. And that's a horrible place to be in. We, we don't even realize it, you know, mm-hmm. we're just walking slaves. And so that forgiveness completely brings freedom, which is a lot of what I have to say. And I know you have a lot to say on that as well. Did you have anything on that? Yeah, no. And I would, I just want to touch on what you said that we don't know. And the reason that we do that is because Sarah and I used, um, for years, we, we together would get on this app called Marco Polo. And we, it's like a, if you guys don't know what that is, it's like little videos that you can do back and forth and watch. They don't disappear like some apps they're there. And so Sarah and I had like a prayer, um, ministry, just she and I, we would read the word together and then we would go on and share scriptures and we would share what the Lord had revealed to us. And then we would also pray. And what we decided to do is not, but we would get on and share, but we would not watch the others, uh, Marco Polo, because yeah. it's really one of those things that's like, you know, you want to see, you want to see number one, that you're able to listen to the Lord's voice and be obedient to it. And, mm-hmm. and whenever you you know, that's why counsel and all of that is so good, but it's secondary to coming to God. And so we realized very quickly, we just kind of wanted to have these, like, I didn't hear that from you. I heard that from the Lord. And then he <laughs> shared it with you and it was so powerful. And, and we, I mean, I don't even know how many times over the course of those few years that God revealed almost verbatim, 
Yeah. Um, if not verbatim, the exact yeah. same things, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy. And that's where we started saying that's so godly, but it really just refreshed our walk with the Lord, I feel like too, and, and strengthened it because we were spending time with him. We were doing all the things God says to do, spend time with him, abide in him, um, be one, you know, with your brother, love them, carry their burden, do all these things. And so it was like just such a powerhouse in our, in our walk. And so with Mm -hmm. this, we didn't intend And the first few episodes, we were a little nervous and we were like, okay, let's kind of get the structure of what we're going to talk about, though. We never knew exactly what we were going to talk about. And then we are (laughs) always led by the Holy spirit. Now we're just like, okay, we think God's given us the theme of forgiveness. You go and I'll go. And then we'll come together, which is why you hear us sometimes. We're like, do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? (laughs) Because we don't know. And it's because we want to come to you led by the Holy spirit. And then also it just strengthens us when we hear that Sarah has written down the exact same things that I have and (laughs) we didn't converse. Yeah. So that's just a little backstory. I know that was a long, but I think that listeners who don't know how to grow in the Lord and don't know how to depend on him or are learning or have never seen that, that is so encouraging when you, when you hear something from him and then somebody else confirms it like that's, you know, really encouraging, but to speak really quick um, to that forgiveness side of things, I was just going to say out of the gate, I think by and large that people misconstrue God's meaning of what forgiveness is. And that's why it's so much harder to do because we think that it means that we're supposed to say that it's okay. Because, and that's what, you know, on my heart, I used to do that with my kids initially. And then, you know, whenever one of them would do something to the other and you'd say, tell them you're sorry, they'd say they're sorry. And then the other one would say, it's okay. And I stopped them because it's not Mm -hmm. okay. It's not okay that she hit you. It's not okay that she said an ugly word to you or she broke your toy or whatever. It's not okay. But I choose right. to forgive you. And that's forgive. the topic we want to, we want to dispel the idea that we're asking you to say that something somebody did to you is okay, that it's yeah. not okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that's just the main thing out of the gate that, and then we're going to get into what that, of course, but I know a lot of people are turned off to the idea because it's like, I am not going to forgive them because they did, right. you know, whatever, certainly if you think forgiveness means telling them, okay. Um, but that's not what it is. So yeah. anyways. Well, absolutely. And when we hold that, when we're saying I'm not forgiving them because of, you know, X, Y, Z, well, we'll, we're re even if we're not intentionally trying, we're, we are trying to take the place of God. We yes. are not the judge. We're not, that's not our place to, um, to say, Hey, this person is unforgivable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, that's not, our job yeah and that's hard because it's so hard (laughs) um and I think we you know this will probably be a two-part series because I think Sarah and I both have a lot of testimony to share about how forgiveness has freed us and it's been you know what the world would say probably is some unforgivable things like most of the world would say oh no definitely not you know Mm -hmm. but that's not what God says and when you obey that you unchain yourself. And I know we talk about that a lot, how, how following the world chains you up, following the enemy's uh, allure of truth uh, Mm -hmm. chains you. But 
I think that's the crux of what's happening to us as Christians is we're chaining ourselves from the authority that we have and we aren't able to be free ourselves. And therefore we can't go and set captives free in his authority because we're walking around. You said it before with like, you know, handcuffs that we put on ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, yeah. So anyways, um, like you said, we both have a lot and, um, I, I'm fine. You, I think I've talked enough. The listeners probably want to hear your voice now. <laughs> no, you were, you were talking just the right amount. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. So you tell um, me what you got and I'll go from there. Okay. So I was reading and I, I'm currently reading through the Bible again. And I was happened to be in Genesis 13 and it was when, you know, Abraham and Lot, God, told Abraham to go there's the promised land he didn't know where he was going um but of course he had his wife and their his nephew lot and all their livestock and all the things and they start off on this journey and at one point um in Genesis 13 they get to a land where they're just they're not really settling settling it's not the promised land yet but they're kind of taking that time where they're built kind of establishing like they're help, taking care of their animals and right so at that point there's between lot and abram there was a lot of livestock and they were kind of getting on each other's nerves mm-hmm. lot and mm-hmm. abram at this point and abram comes up to lot and is like basically says hey look we are really close and we're family and i don't want anything to c- come between us so before i could i could sense there's there's something bubbling up between us that there's there's some tension happening basically right i'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. obviously. Obviously. Not. <laughs> right no no yeah the point um, yeah and and he and so he's like look you could just take either the right side and i'll take the left or if you'd rather have the left i'll take the right whatever i just want peace between us and and that kind of thing and as i was reading that the lord really spoke to me as about going back to the podcast and the freedom i mean the unforgiveness part is to recognize where you sense that, Oh, I'm beginning to feel a little bitter or a little whatever way towards somebody. Mm -hmm. And I could sense that this is going to become where I'm not forgiving them. Mm -hmm. Even if you plan, like you want to forgive them. Right. But you sense that between you guys to go ahead and stop it before it even takes root, Mm -hmm. you know? before that before that um, becomes a thing and that was so cool to me because I always think of unforgiveness as well it's a past I have to forgive them not hey this is happening in this moment or this is I could see this is about to happen mm-hmm. I'm going to stop this now and seek this this forgiveness between us and we're going to have this peace and everything you know and I thought that was really fascinating oh I think that's incre- an incredible word from the Lord because um it, it's a uh, you're guarding yourself against creation of the enemy to let that little that little emotion of frustration or mm-hmm. or whatever brood into unforgiveness or something that needs to be forgiven that you have you know allowed to develop and you're guarding yourself against that I think that's an incredible word from the Lord and it's funny because you said Genesis 13 and one of the um scriptures I wrote down was Genesis 13 10 
and (laughs) I know this is what I mean it's so cool and it's it's um (laughs) God it says lot this is when you're just saying they're about to split the Mm -hmm. land one's going to go one way and one's going to go the other way to 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 safeguard against and it wasn't just them it was their perspective people as well and that's something too I think just now as you were saying that that I'm thinking you know when you have people that you love and that are under your either friendship or your children or your family, and you allow a seed of discord to begin with you, if we're not careful, our actions will then dictate how they feel, you know, Mm -hmm. about that other person. And we don't want to perpetuate a cycle of judgment and unforgiveness because of our actions, because if my children hear me say that Sarah hurt me and, and Sarah's done this and Sarah's done that, well, inside of them, I'm their mom and I, they love me. And immediately that flesh, you know, can rise up. And I could have just, you know, contributed to their own, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and so I yeah. just think about the, the two, it wasn't just them. It was their people, their perspective mm-hmm. um, people and all of that. They were frustrated, but it says, this is going to go from what you're saying to a kind of a different place. So I, maybe I, do I need to wait because if yeah, you have more, okay. Okay. It. So it was, it said lot lifted his eyes and saw the plain of Jordan. And the reason I'm sharing that, it doesn't sound like it goes together, but what I discovered in my studies, it, because of my need to share with you guys that forgive does not mean what we as American culture have sort of perpetuated, Then I'm like, okay, well, God, what do you say it means? And when I go read these scriptures about forgive, there are three different words that I have found. There could be more. I don't want to say that that's the only ones, but the ones that I have found, there are three different verbs for forgive. And they are you in this sense, it was used the same word that is used in uh, yet now, if you will forgive their sin, but if not, I pray you blot me out of your book. This is, uh, this is Moses speaking in Exodus when the, they, he's just been given the 10 commandments. And then these people go and make idols, a gold, golden idol. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. he's standing in the place. He's really here, a symbol of Jesus. He's saying, if you won't forgive them, then don't forgive me. He uses the same word. It's Nassau forgive it's it's translated forgive in english as it is in that genesis 13 10 that lot lifted his eyes and it's because that word forgive nasal can mean to bear to lift up to carry to take to support it can mean lots of things but in this it's interesting that the two that's so interesting yeah Yeah. it's carrying something he's lifting up his eyes and it does it many times it said it all it that same verb is used in genesis whenever uh cain kills abel and the lord gives him Mm -hmm. his punishment cain says the punishment is more than i can bear that's nasal which Mm -hmm. was the same for forgive the same for lifted up and then in genesis 7 17 when the flood waters lift up the ark that is the same word nasal that is used there for forgive. And then it says in Genesis 18, Abram um, talking to God about sparing Sodom and Gomorrah. If there be any, if there be 50 righteous, 25, like he goes through the thing so that, you know, this is shortly after Genesis 13 that you're talking about. Sodom and Gomorrah is so wicked. Abram is asking him to spare 
And that word spare is the same Nassau word. And then um, whenever this one was really the mo- one of the most powerful and it's given my little heart chills when in Genesis 22, when Abraham, same as Abram, but now God's changed his name. It says he <coughs> lifted his eyes to see the ram that was there for the sacrifice of Isaac. Oh, wow. And, That's so cool. Yeah. And so when you think about that word. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what I'm hoping is that as we go through this word study that God uses in different ways, we will begin to see forgiveness as something possible through him when we see what it really means. And yes, yeah. all of these words have a forgive as, a, as one of the ways that it can be used, but they also have it in such more richness that I think, you know, with you and I, we like to visually see something. So when I see like the, the arc being lifted up, when I lift my eyes and I see, you know, something that, you know, the ram or this promised land or um, the sparing, like sparing somebody is so much yeah. different of a connotation than forgive to me. Um, it's it's something different. And so there's so much more to get into, but I don't want to, I don't want to do all that at this second, but I just thought it was interesting that God led you to Genesis 13, 10. And that (laughs) was one of the scriptures that I had written down of all the scriptures in the whole Bible. (laughs) So that was incredible. Um, yeah, that really was incredible. Yeah. I think that's so neat too, because, um, one of the things that I, the Lord revealed to me and spoke to me when I was doing my study was the flow of forgiveness. Mm. How it's a continual flow. And as you were saying that with the words and the different, um, very different contexts, but all that original translation of the word, it's like that flow, right? Mm. And the way it goes, whatever is happening at that time, it's just the continual um, process that's meant to like extend grace to others um, and the f- continual freedom and, you know, oftentimes that forgiveness sometimes it's one and done right you can forgive someone and you get to walk in that freedom forever mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's not a lot of times it's a continual forgive and oh a yeah while later it keeps back up and it's another forget you know like <clears throat> yeah just that flow. yeah and I think because and and I want to say something too as we're talking about this I had some conceptions about that emotions don't always indicate forgiveness and I want to say that right now as we're doing this podcast I don't have a definite answer from the Lord from scripture about that I have an experience that I want to share with you guys to say I used to think that and I I guess what I okay God help me with these words to be clear I want to caution our listeners to the fact that uh, a, a forgiveness being a feeling number one but also the misconception that maybe if I've forgiven, I might not still feel okay. And that's where I'm gray because initially when I thought I had forgiven someone, I had said the things like, I want good things for them. And I, I pray, I forgive them. I get, I release them over to you. But those feelings of frustration and hurt and, um, you know, abandonment and deception, all of those feelings that were there, they mm-hmm. stayed. And I, when I went and really found forgiveness, they were, they are gone. Um, and so I don't have an answer scripturally how you're supposed to be with your, in your emotions, but I do mm-hmm. know that you can test yourself by saying every day, God, I want to give them to you. And then 
thinking of, this is jumping ahead, but a blessing. The reason I'm saying this is because mm-hmm. God's still dealing with me on this. I, I don't want listeners to think that they have to follow their emotions, but I also don't want them to dismiss them and think that they've forgiven somebody when they still harbor this hurt and ugliness. I do. I have been set free from that. And one of the hardest things to forgive ever. So, you know, you guys just pray about that as listeners, what the Lord's leading you to and see what he says, because it's something I'm still trying to understand. Um, yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, and I don't, you know, we don't ever want to say that we've got it all figured out. And honestly, no. too, I did want to say this to listeners. Some of the, we're still, we walk every day and we're learning Sarah and I, and we're growing in our walk every single day and every single day, God's revealing more truth to us. And so there may be a time that we share a podcast and then God reveals more truth and we may come back to you in humble submission and say, Hey, you know, in this podcast, we shared this with you and God has revealed that we were wrong in that area. And we want to bring that to you, bring light to that. And I, cause We don't, you know, we're doing and we're being obedient to God, but he also leads us into more truth. So this forgiveness podcast, I just feel like is something that we're coming to you with what we know now and what we're learning now, but we have a lot of things to forgive and a lot of people to forgive just as you do. And, and, um, so we're walking this, you know, Sarah always reminds us, we're not, we're not walking this in ahead of you. Like we just know all the things we're walking beside you and we just want to share we want to share, not necessarily act like we, we know it all. Cause we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I love the idea of it being a flow, Sarah, that really, um, blessed my heart. I just really felt the Holy spirit over that. I feel like there's people listening right now that needed to hear that because, um, the thing that came to my mind about flow Mm-hmm. Is that when you think about the flow of a river, you think about an ebb and a flow. I do mm-hmm. want to say that typically flow is going in one direction. The ebb, right, yeah. goes yeah. backwards, but a flow should be bringing you continually closer to Jesus, continually closer to Jesus and yeah. further away from that thing or those things or the uh, what would be... um holding you back yeah that would pull you back like I'm thinking about I'm just I'm I'm looking it's so funny that you've not funny ironic that you said that because I was originally thinking of a river and it flows in one direction but then that yeah but then you think of the ocean and it has tides and it ebbs and it flows but to me that's not that's the picture of how the enemy would draw you back and God's wanting those things that would, you know, sort of imagery wise crash over you to just flow onto him, let it flow onto him, put it to the feet of Jesus, put it to the feet of Jesus. And so, um, I'm feeling a little just stirring of the Holy spirit there for those who needed to hear that. I think it's even me that really needed to hear that because, we don't want to be going backwards in the Lord. We want to be flowing yeah. straight to him in all things, in all things. Yeah. So that was just, exactly. that was a really timely word. So I just appreciate you saying that. Well, I love that, that visual too, about the river. I hadn't even thought of it that way. I was in my mind thinking of just like the day to day, like, okay, just 
how we go about through life. And then when you said that, I was like, whoa, this is a whole new picture. You know, I love a good visual. No, me too. I love a good analogy. I do too. It helps. But you know, because Jesus Jesus is not pictured as an ocean. Jesus is pictured as a river of life. You know, when when you think of the ocean, that's normally a depth of sorrow into a deepness. Mm. You know, God calls us out to deepness with him. But rashing wave that's unpredictable Mm -hmm. that's going like this that's where you see in every imagery of ocean jesus is calming the storm jesus is speaking to the wave jesus is calling you out to to walk on water right but when you think about jesus and a flow he is Mm -hmm. the river that you're planted by that you're rooted in that your leaves are evergreen like all of those things that's the flow we're looking at as a river and the ocean i feel like is the human tendency and all of that. So I, anyways, that, that's enough. Yeah, of that, no, that that's is. so good. <laughs> and I wanted to add to that, that we're not left alone to forgive, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. You know, second Peter one, three talks about, um, well, I'll just read it. it says seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the truth, knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. And I just kind of think about, um, we could do what he asks of us, asks of us because of his power. Yes. Yes. It's not us. Yes. It's not us. So that means that the forgiveness we give doesn't come from us. So that forgiveness, the forgiveness that flows from God to us has the power then to flow through us to those around us. Yes. You know? Yes. And there's so much there as far as that goes, because I do want to recognize number one, um, if you have little listeners, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to be saying right now a few words that are adult words. So if you have it just on in your car or wherever, but um, that's a little heads up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then, but if you have experienced abuse, sexual abuse, if you have been a victim of rape and, and, and incest and things of a heinous nature, which statistics Mm -hmm. show that if we have 10 listeners, I would, the statistics show that eight of them have either been a victim or have known somebody that is a victim. So Mm -hmm. statistically, um, we're talking to many of you, or if you've been in any, a part of anything that is we're not talking about, oh, you know, he said he told a lie about me, which is something to forgive. But we understand that by nature, the things that we're talking about are, un- yes, they're, they're, uh, they are heavy, but they would be, they are unforgivable if you're saying that w- we want you to say that's okay. We want you to continue in allowing them to do that or mis- misappropriating the scripture of turn the other cheek. You know, um, that's not what we are saying to you. And I just want to make that clear because we know that the, the, the forgiveness that is needed for such heinous and terrible things is not of your own might. That is not possible. Mm-hmm. It is not yeah. possible to release someone without God's spirit enabling you. And we know that. And we ourselves have had to forgive some of those things that I have listed there that are the unspeakable. Okay. So we don't want to make you think that we're talking about some just surface level things. Although we're talking about those two, we're talking right. about the deep, the deep, yeah. the, the terrible. Okay. Um, yeah. because we want you to be free. We don't want yeah. you to stay wrapped up. Um, right. 
Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It just... And no, that's so true and so important to say. And not only can we not forgive those on our own, we need the Holy Spirit. We need God to help us through that. But we're also not expected. Absolutely. So freeing to know that. It's so freeing yeah. to know that. That he didn't ask you to do that by yourself. He asked you to let him. Man, yeah. that's so, it just is so freeing when you walk in a real walk with Jesus and stop thinking that you're trying, you know, you're doing it all on your own because everybody gets tired of that. That's why I was at 14 was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I can't act good all right. the time. I just can't. Um, right. So yeah, that's yeah. so good. Um, and another thing too, and it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of on the same topic, but at the same time, slightly off is about that forgiveness is a command yes you know, Colossians 3 13 oh, it, I have that one <laughs> <Do you? Yeah. laughs> it says bearing with one another forgiving each other whoever it has a complaint against another just as the Lord forgave you so also should you it's talking it's like you need to this is what you do not oh if you want to mm-hmm. right you so you must not oh so maybe you could try this you know <laughs> and I, it, is a it is a command because god knows that that's a stronghold for mm-hmm. the enemy that's a that's a lofty place that would be hidden that and it's yeah. also shameful when you have to forgive somebody and you mm. don't people want to hide that behind but that word in that one that forgive that is the greek word Charisomi, which looks like it's spelled charisomai. So I'm just telling you guys, I can't, I don't <laughs> speak Greek and I couldn't if I wanted to, but it that means to do something agreeable, to do favor, to grant pardon, to give graciously, freely, to bestow. Grace, oh, wow. yeah, so cool. graciously was restore one to another or. This is this one is the one that is really powerful for me, and it's what we're talking about: the freedom, preserve for one a person in peril. So, in other words, you you're pulling yourself and them back from peril of the enemy and of of really we I had I did not write down here, but I had in my notes, and we'll I'll probably on part two have to get to that. But what? what the others when you hold on to unforgiveness what other things god says specifically will be in your life what you do when you're in unforgiveness the consequences of that so um that char whatever charis the one that i just said um that one is also in luke 7 42 and 43 and it said um it says, and when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave. And that's talking about Jesus. In mm-hmm. Acts, it says um, that it was, um, but you denied the Holy One, and the Holy One and the just, and asked for a murderer to be, and the word here is to be granted to you. And that's whenever Jesus was going to be crucified and the crowd, the Jewish crowd and the leaders, they asked for Barabbas, who was a murderer. Um, they asked for him to be granted to you. That's the same word as forgive there. And then ask, uh, I'm sorry, Acts 25 says, um, it's whenever they're trying to put Paul in chains and do all this, Paul is asking for an appeal and he says, deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. So he's like, you know, calling on his 
authority as a, as a Roman citizen. But that word deliver is the same word as forgive. And that command in Colossians is the same word as to be granted to you in Acts, talking about Barabbas being given over to the people instead of Jesus. And in Luke, when it says that Jesus freely forgave, it's the same word that gracious to bestow. And I'm going to do two more and I'm going to stop because I know it's a lot to, it's a lot to like go, but it says, um, it says in first Corinthians two twelve. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been, and here's the word freely given to us by God. That's that same word. And I think that when you think about God freely giving to us, and then you put that in context to forgiving someone who was abusive to you, those two things are juxtaposed. <laughs> they are at odd with each yeah. other, but that is the spirit with, that is the power that the spirit gives you, um, to do to. And so anyways, I just thought, That's so cool. yeah. So, yeah, I love how there's so many different um, meanings of this word, and each meaning has like tons of different deeper meanings. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I feel like that could just be a whole like podcast on on its own, just breaking down one of those because there's so much rit- richness and all of that. Yeah. There really is. And honestly, it probably, this podcast is probably going to have to be a multi-part because we haven't even gotten into the meat or the testimony. This is, <laughs> this is probably going to be a three-part because we, I just think that we needed to set up the fact of what we're talking about versus what we're not talking about, what God mm-hmm. says versus what the world says, and just making sure that people know, um, you know, where we're coming from here, because a lot of people are going to be turned off by this podcast because they think it's some, they've been trained that it's something that it's not. Um, right. So, yeah. And there's another, there's another uh, meaning here too. I've given you two, which was, I'm just recapping for those who glaze over with lots of words like I do, but NASA, which is like to support, to lift up, to bear. Um, and then the charizomai, which was the one that's to grant pardon, to graciously, freely bestow. There's one more, but I feel like there's something in here that you kind of probably need to, um, I feel like God's got something else for you that you might want to share before I get to that. I Only because it seems like God's opening these doors for these words from the scriptures that you've written down. And those are the, op- those are my, right, how cool is yeah, that? those are my open, like I had like specific scriptures that I looked up that had those words in them and then others that go along with <laughs> it. And each time that's come to a point, it's because you said the exact scripture <laughs> that goes with it. I'm like, okay, God. Okay. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Release me. I'm hearing you. Um, Oh, yeah, it's so fun. I love it when the Lord just does that. That's how you know it's a God thing. I mean, we both on our own time prayed and poured into scripture and allowed God to. And I remember both of us got exactly three pages of yeah. notes that God just was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh man, Sarah, I've got like three pages. This is going to be a multi part. She's like, oh, I've got three pages too. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It is so amazing. Um, I love that. So we were talking about that freedom is a command mm-hmm. and freedom brings free, uh, freedom. But I also wanted to talk about how freedom is a choice. Ooh. God does not force us to forgive, but it's a choice and we must choose. Mm-hmm. That's, 
That's heavy, right? It's heavy and it's hard. It is hard. hard. That's a hard choice. It is a hard (laughs) choice because it hurts, because it Mm -hmm. wasn't okay, because it Mm -hmm. was sinful, because it was something that God looks at as an abomination. I'm thinking of really heinous things. Nowhere does God say that he's okay with that. Nowhere does Mm -hmm. God say that he accepts sin and is like, oh, he never said that our sin was okay. He said our sin is forgiven. He never said that our sin was justified. He said it's forgiven. You know, he, Mm -hmm. he never said that your sin is something that I'm going to tolerate. He said Mm -hmm. it's forgiven. And that's the picture. That's the model. God never told you that you should be okay. That your husband's punching you in the face. He never said that you need to be okay with that. And I do think too, I have a big, Sarah, you know, I have a big passion about the fact of abusive marriages and things like that, because Mm -hmm. the abuser, if it, what I've seen in my friends is that the man normally bastardizes scripture to keep the Mm -hmm. woman there whenever that is not truth. Now God did, does command you to forgive him or her, you know, men, men go through this too. I'm not saying that, but he did not tell you that that was okay. Or that was his setup, you know? And, um, we just find so many times when you have someone who's given themselves over to this type of iniquity, who's, who's living in a lawless sort of state um, a lot of times you find them with a face of uh, and a statement of Christianity and taking scripture out to beat you down with it. Yeah. And I want everybody, anybody who's listening to this to find the freedom in the forgiveness and to know that that's not true. That's yeah. not true. And I'm very passionate about that. Um, yeah. I We could have a whole podcast on that too, because I don't want anyone to think that, um, forgiving that person and even if you're like oh that's not okay forgiving them doesn't mean that you stay Mm-mm. either um, no and i know that's a whole podcast on its own and i don't want to go down that rabbit hole i know i gotta because... write it down write it down forgiveness <laughs> i gotta because uh, we'll just go on and on but really you know yeah go on sorry yeah so i just don't want anyone to think that like when we're saying oh forgive that person who's abusing you that does not mean you have to stay and tolerate that right forgiveness does not mean there is a time and a place to turn the other cheek scripture talks about that but that is a completely different scenario it is and And that's not the one that's not the one and you can you can forgive somebody and get yourself to a healthy safe situation and and i will say this too if if that person gives themselves over to the Lord, you will know you don't have to mm-hmm. wait. They'll, they can be redeemed. I'm not saying that they can't. And I'm not saying that uh, yeah, in a marriage sure. or a friendship or, or uh, here's the other one that's bad. That's your mom. And you should respect your mom. You should. Absolutely. You should honor your mother. God says that as that is a 10 commandment command, but you don't have to be um, staying in a place of abuse uh, you know what I mean? So yes, that's its own yeah. podcast. You can we need remove to go. Yourself from yes, the situation. you can remove yourself and therefore and forgive. So we we need to do yeah. a podcast on that'll maybe that'll be like a sub segment of <laughs> this podcast because I know we're running out of time here. But let let's <laughs> let, let's let's move forward and we'll have a we're gonna have a, a several part series on this, guys, just because. God's got a lot to say to you guys, all of us about forgiveness. So, um, what else, what else, what else do you have? 
Well, I have a lot more, and I know that we're running out of time, so I don't know if we want to um, wrap it up here and then have another one, or if we want to just keep going. What do you think? I think the only thing I want to keep going on, I want to give you the third and final one that I have found about what forgiveness, yeah. <clears throat> and I think that might be a good stopping point because the next part is going to be more on my end, a uh, personal testimony and and what I've learned through that. And so I think that it, I think that can be separated there and we can go on to the okay. next thing there. Yeah. And, and so tell us the last one, I would love to hear it. Okay. So it, um, the first scripture, kind of my headline scripture is Romans four, seven. First of all, wait, I want to know if you have that written down anywhere. Just, just, for- <laughs> I got to look, I know I have a Romans one, which one is it? I have Romans three, Romans five, um, oh, I'm right. But no, not I'm right. I'm right in the middle. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Romans four seven says, "Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose mm-hmm. sins are covered." By the way, this is a quote from Old Testament scripture because our sins aren't covered anymore; they're removed. But back in Old Testament, they were covered. But that forgiven word is the Greek um, "afiami." Mm, that is painful for everybody <laughs> but it's from the root word um haimi which means to send or in an um an intense form of to go it means to send away so when it says that your lawless deeds are forgiven they are sent away it means to bid going away to depart in this mm. me in this word too it also means like the severing Mm-hmm. a husband divorcing a wife this cutting mm-hmm. it's gone to send yeah. it to expire and it also says to give up and keep no longer yeah to abandon and to leave destitute and so the other places in scripture where you see that exact same word in different contexts is the paralytic man says and and Jesus says to him your sins are forgiven uh, to you. And of course the, the Pharisees like had a conniption fit about that. Um, mm-hmm. And then F- Matthew four twenty, um, it says that immediately they left their nets and followed him. This left this, this, that word. And that to me is one of the most powerful ones because they abandoned everything. They just dropped it right there and they followed Jesus. That same word is the word for forgiven there. Um, And then Matthew 6, 12, where it says, forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. That's the word to, to, to bid it going away, to give up, to keep it no longer disregard, omit, neglect, Mm -hmm. um, forgive a debt. And it says, um, it, this is this one was really interesting too to leave it dying there to leave it behind wow. leave one like to leave one behind that's dying in other words you you have abandoned it um wow. and then there's there's you know anyway so that that one to me is the one that is talking so much about forgiveness of sins the other ones do too yeah. I, the other ones do too i don't want to misconstrue that they all have a root in grant pardon and and forgiveness but the yeah. the the understanding that i have of scripture that most aligns with what the forgiveness i've given to others is this one the and it i have said 
I give it up. I don't want it anymore. It's yours, God. It's not mine. I've sent it away. I've, I've disregarded it. I've omitted it. And I've left it there to die. Like, I don't <laughs> want this so part of this anymore. And so yeah. um, that is a very powerful thing for you all. And again, mm-hmm. um, it's not, you know, like Sarah said, this is from God, not from you. This the, the power to do this is from the Lord. It's not from your own try harder, get it right sort of stance. That's not what it is. No, absolutely not. All of that made me think too about, um, in first Corinthians 13, the love of the, you know, the very famous one. Well, because it says, you know, love the no keeping record of wrong. Mm. Right. And we're called to love one another. And that's so hard. And that's another way to check yourself. If you have truly forgiven somebody is, I know there's so many different meanings of love. So Mm -hmm. I don't mean like, you know, again, you don't have to go back to that person. Um, I mean, there's time and place. And of course, God's going to lead how he's going to lead with that. Yes. But if you can bless that person, you could love them and you're not keeping record of wrong. You're not like, well, they did this, 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 but I forgive them. No, that's not true forgiveness, right? Like you're like, oh, but I remember all these things. Look here, I could pull it out. Yeah, basically. Yep. And you keep Um, them wrapped up in that because see Jesus himself doesn't remember your sins anymore. That's what it says. And so when you keep them wrapped up in what they uh-huh. did and how this how this that's why I go back to that emotion things how this made you feel how this well right. okay but you're not you know I, I'll say this um and one of the hardest things that I've had to forgive the other person and, and I will probably share more in detail but it was brought through the Holy Spirit shared with um someone that the, what that person did was a true picture of repentance, because this is what he said. I've done this thing and it is horrible. And I understand if you cannot move past it, but Mm -hmm. if you will allow me to love you, like Jesus wants me to, you do whatever you need to do to forgive me, whatever you need to do. I accept it. He did not say, I did this because you did that. And I did this because did it. And don't forget the time right. when you did that. And so I right. was justified in this. That's not a, a person who's repentant. And, and that doesn't mean you only forgive <laughs> repentant people. I'm just right. saying that that true repentance is a kindness of the Lord. And that's forget yes. easier to, um, I'll just stop there. Cause I feel like that's going to cross over, but I do want to say too, that in this same light, you know, what I do for a living, I work with children um, who have disabilities, autism being one of the biggest ones. And what I train our family in and, and our, and our staff that work and teachers and stuff is the fact that the things that they're doing, the behavior that they're exhibiting, this screaming, crying, tantruming, or throwing chairs or whatever they're doing. I'm not telling you that that's right or that we're accepting it. But what I am saying is once it's over, it's over. And when it's over, you don't go and say when they come in the next day, okay, are you going to have a better day today? Because guess what? They're not, they're not going to have a better day today because you just set the tone for the fact that you remember that yesterday they messed up terribly and when I think about that in terms of like us as adults and and the need to forgive you don't want to enslave somebody else 
by just mm-hmm. continually making them think about the mistakes that they made when Jesus right. himself does not do that. His mercies are new every morning, you know? Yeah. And in that same way, like when you've not forgiven, you just become a slave to those memories. You become a slave mm-hmm. to that hurt. You become a slave to that pain. And every day you just wrap yourself out back in it. And, and God wants to call you away from that. And he wants to move you past that into him Freedom. flow to yeah. him. Right. Yeah. Um, that was so good. And, and so we're going to come back with part two with more that Sarah has to share <laughs> and our own, Um, I have some very personal testimonies and I know that the reason I'm willing to share them here is because it gives God glory and it will help to set you guys free of thinking that you need to hide behind some perfect life, some um, never made mistakes. I, I want to be a a place and a, and a model for you all um, to not do that anymore because that isolation only lets the enemy trick you into further deception and, and heartache and brokenness. And I, I just don't want that for anybody. And, um, yeah. So, okay. Is there anything else you want to share? I think that's all. I mean, I have a lot more. To no, share. yeah. <laughs> right. Me a too. lot more to come back next week for. Yeah. I know it's so hard, guys, when Sarah and I were recording these. And every time I'm like, oh, I want to share it now. Oh, I want to share it now. And she's always like, you know, we got to just wait because we don't want to bombard people. And she's so wise. And I'm like, I just want to share it to everybody right now in this second because it's just so good and so timely. But God, you know, God's timing is better than anything. So um, we'll obey that, even though I do it kicking and screaming it's fine (laughs) okay well well you want to pray us out yes i will pray us out okay oh god we love you so so much and we just give you all praise and all glory and all honor that is just due to you lord and we we just thank you for the forgiveness that you've given to us you've forgiven us so much um by your own sacrifice and your blood and what you did for us on the cross and so i just pray that every listener here will remember how freely that they were forgiven and pardoned and that their sin was cast away. It was omitted. It was, it was left there to die with you, God. And I just pray that the things that you're calling them to forgive, that they will step out um, in the deep with you in that river of life and allow you to set them free, allow you to uh, walk in freedom, to heal, to bind, to sever the things that the enemy um, meant for harm, God, and that you will Uh, give them what you say, freedom for freedom's sake, grace for grace, God. And we just thank you for this opportunity to share it. And we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We declare over you God's word. Ephesians 117. I keep asking that the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the glorious father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better.